Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for that applause, John Hollywood. And by the way, it's July 23rd, 2020, and it is that time for us to go live on All You Need to Know Radio. I'm your newly 14-day quarantine co-host, Will Cobb. Yes, true. I was in the room with someone who tested positive for COVID, so I'm at home. So let's get the show on the road and head into our first segment, The Law of Politics, with your host, John Hollywood and our resident constitutional law expert, Amos Warrench of the Law Firm Warrench None, which is on the web at W-A-R-A-N-C-H-N-U-N-N.com, Warrench None. Gentlemen, the airwaves, as always, are yours. Take it away. Well, thank you so much, Will, but don't think you're going to get away that easy. Tell us what's going on with the COVID and how you contracted that. That would be very good information, don't you think, almost? Well, I haven't... I haven't. I, I do agree. I'd like to hear a little more. I hope Will's okay. I haven't contracted it. I just happened to be in the room with somebody who did test positive. Well, didn't test positive. The person actually tested yesterday and, or three days ago and thought they were negative uh, and came into the job and got sick today. And both of her children got sick. So I am now <laughs> going to have quarantine. And, Be safe, Will. Wash your hands and stay home. 
I'm staying home trying to protect everybody and doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it just is what it is. So, you know, the exactly. uh, spouse is going to stay with the sister-in-law and uh, I'm going to put clothes out on the porch every day and uh, <laughs> uh, the is going to come over and water the yard and I'm just going to stay in my little tower. You know, and never fear, we actually have Professor Donald Trump on Oh, I know. On, on so watch for us. So, He's so helpful. But that said, I have an appointment on Monday for a new brain-scraping COVID test. So we should know by Wednesday or Thursday if I'm okay. So you know what? It's, it, the point is, and I think Amos would agree, I think you would agree, it's if you find out you've been exposed, not necessarily got it, just been exposed, you have to take care of your friends and neighbors and family. I do, in fact, agree, and I think you're right on the money that that's exactly what we need to do to try to slow down this pandemic. Absolutely. You know what, guys? I think you're going to think of the way I think about it a little bit different, and this is it. The administration and the White House has completely failed the American people and actually putting (laughs) together a test that you actually get back within two or three days. It usually takes seven to eight days to get anything back. So this is my advice. If you believe that you're sick enough to go get tested, definitely go get tested. But at the same time, isolate yourself from everyone in your family. Do social distancing, Mm -hmm. physical distancing. Wear a mask for God's sakes in your house and make everyone else in your house wear a mask. And... Wash your hands, and it'll take at least one to two showers a day. Now, by the the time you get your test results back and say they're they're negative, then you're all in the clear. Say they're positive, you're seven to eight days into the incubation of this disease. And that's what they tell you. So, Because I think Donald Trump has fucked this up so bad. And I that think, you should just assume everybody has it. What well, that's ab- John, that's absolutely right. And I know you and I'll discuss this more, but I am going to be the Ed McMahon to my Johnny Carson. Remind you, right now it's law of politics. So I'm going to sign off on my COVID and let you guys start the show. <laughs> oh, Thanks, we sir. greatly appreciate it, but I sure could not let you just leave with an announcement like that because it, it can help people. So good uh, good evening, almost. How are you today, my friend? I'm wonderful, John. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Gore, he gave your website. Go ahead and give uh, your telephone number. Guys, if you have any sure. legal problems, you have uh, somebody trying to evict you from an apartment complex when they shouldn't, uh, somebody not paying you rent when they should, any type of legal problems, but they also focus on really big land development deals. And, man, those can get really mm-hmm. sticky if you don't know what you're signing, right? That is absolutely true. We do a couple of different things, and I appreciate the plug. Uh, we do uh, personal injury, serious personal injury, car wrecks, uh, dog bites, things like that. We do everything related to real estate, landlord-tenant matters, uh, buying and selling, refinances, things like that, and general business and civil litigation. So if you're trying to start a company or you need to sue someone for money, give me a call. My name is Amos Warrench, and I'm an attorney, 972-863-9592. But I'm really here to talk about politics. 
Well, absolutely. But after all of this, let's get mm-hmm. this right. Your last name is mm-hmm. Warwinch, correct? Correct. So it's the the it's like ranch, like I'm going to the ranch, but right. with a W A. Warwinch. Warwinch. Well, I will tell you that we've had quite a conversation mm-hmm. about your last name, and I thought for sure I was going to be right, and I was. So yes, let's. <laughs> Okay, you know, I never, I never chime in here, but I was, I never chime in, <laughs> but I was right. I, but you it don't know, matter. Warren, go ahead. I'm sorry. It really doesn't matter if it's, it's Warren, but you, you can call me Susan. Uh, no, we're not calling you but Susan. But I almost admit it. I got it right. <laughs> uh, I deny the allegation and I hate the alligator. I like that. I like alligators. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So welcome once again to All You Need to Know Radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night at 7 p.m. And uh, we have several different things we talk about. We have the law of politics, which our constitutional attorney, uh, almost Warwick, with Warwick and none, mm-hmm. is the one that heads that division and I just kind of throw some things at him and he tells me what the law is. <laughs> so, yes, sir. Donald Trump has decided to put together his own special police and send them into hmm. like Chicago where they are not asking for help. Mm-hmm. What gives with this? And is this within his authority? Okay, so the answer is sort of, but not really. Um, so the president, as the commander-in-chief of military and the person in charge of the federal government, which has multiple um, policing units. So, for example, everybody's aware of you know the local police for, that are hired by cities and sheriffs, which are typically county employees that are elected but have lots of sheriff's deputies. Those are really who do the brunt of the policing in America. But then we also have um, various the, the alphabet soup of federal enforcement agencies. Everybody's heard of the FBI, but there's many other federal agencies that have policing powers, such as uh, the Department of Homeland Security and elements of the Border Patrol and things like that that have the ability to investigate and arrest Americans for crime. And the president, as the head of the federal government, is in charge of federal police powers. Um, And so he does theoretically, in theory, have the authority to give lawful orders to those folks to um, quell unrest or quell, uh, you know, serious crimes. However, this is not serious criminal activity that's occurring in um, Portland is the one that comes to mind as the most uh, pressing issue, even though I do understand that Chicago and other liberal cities, he threatened to send um, federal law enforcement agents to New York City as well. Um, the, the problem here is that these people have a First Amendment right under the First Amendment of the United States Constitution to uh, petition their grievances to the state. So they're allowed to gather and protest um, if they so choose. That's the First Amendment to the Constitution. It is a violation of law 
to um, trespass federal government property and do things like um, burn down buildings or um, spray paint the federal courthouse in downtown Portland. However, and I think most legal experts would agree that that is not the typical jurisdiction of people like the Border Patrol. So the answer to your question is he kind of has the authority to do this, but it's grossly out of the ordinary, almost certainly a violation of the First Amendment to the United States Constitution, has never happened before, and is probably illegal. Does that make sense? That it, it absolutely does. It does make sense. In fact, I was trying to look up because there's actually a prosecutor that is putting his people on notice to arrest. I think it was in Philadelphia. The D, the DA in Philadelphia, yeah. I believe, earlier today or yesterday, yeah. said something along the lines of, "If the police start." So something that's really – something that's definitely not legal, and I saw a video that seemed to indicate that this is occurring, is for federal police to be outside of the jurisdiction of – outside of federal property, um, like the Courthouse Square in downtown Portland, in unmarked vans, picking people up and throwing them in the back of the van and interrogating them. That's – probably unconstitutional. It's probably an illegal search and seizure under the Fourth Amendment. Um, it's also terrifying and the kind of thing that happens in, you know, Pinochet and Putin's governments. So um, the, pro the prosecutor is right and Tammy Duckworth is right. And, you know, <laughs> Judge Napolitano on Fox News is right when he says that this is grossly un-American and whether or not it's technically a violation of the law doesn't matter. It shouldn't be happening. Is, isn't that like Donald Trump's almost entire life ever since he took president? Yes, and I would say that he's taking his cues from his buddy Putin that we talk about almost every week on this show because it's very relevant. If you look at what Putin did in the early 2000s to consolidate power when there was um, – you may remember Gary Kasparov, the chess champion, was um, basically starting a protest movement in Russia in the kind of mid to late 2000s, and it was – squashed in the same way where Russia, which is also a federated nation and has um, states and provinces similar to the United States, um, they have local law enforcement and then they have the federal law enforcement just like us. Putin did basically the exact same thing in the mid-2000s in, in a show of force and for the media because if you look at Trump's um, new campaign ads, his, his campaign strategy – for November of 2020 is to scare people on the right that the left is going to quote unquote defund the police and you won't be able to call 911 and you know the robber is going to break down your door. But if you know my kid brother is in Portland, it is not a hellscape crime riddled spree city. There's a small section near downtown that is in fact uh, a daily protest site. But, uh, you know, walking down the street in another neighborhood, it's just the same as any other American city and reasonably safe. Um, so the whole thing is a lie. He's doing it for television. 
um, and just like Putin did in the mid-2000s. You mean Donald Trump is not being honest with us? I know, shocking, right? I'm, 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 I'm proclaimed. <laughs> not <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. I love that. Exactly. Um, I don't really see like I'm reading this in the shoe in the DFW.com under. Mm-hmm. It says it's from Mayor Lori Light. But the Chicago mayor, under no circumstances, will we allow Donald Trump's troops to come to Chicago and terrorize our citizens? From because because what from what I'm hearing, they are just literally pulling them off the streets, and they're not even Mm -hmm. in actual police uniforms. Correct, and and I I think the military today, um, or perhaps yesterday came out with a statement that they were concerned about um, uh, federal police agencies wearing uh, camouflage, wearing uh, fatigues, uh, because that's really reserved for the military. That's what they're for. It's their right. for combating, um, you know, in, <laughs> in like a jungle or a desert or something, not on a city street in an urban environment against American citizens. Um, it really is disturbing, and it's poor optics, even if it's legal, which I think it probably poor optics. Well, well I'm, I'm wondering, wondering if he, if he thinks, thinks he, he's always going to get away with this. But you know what? what? This this is, I, I made, made a, a decision, decision today about, about Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. You want to hear, hear it? it? Yeah, of course. He's, he's, irre- he's irrelevant. He's irrelevant. He's irrelevant. It's not even worth our time to try to talk about him anymore. Just let him play out his time in his little sandbox. I do have one quick question for you, and I know we're on a time break, but Joe Biden made a statement that the very first action the president of the United States is that he was going to have him arrested for treason. Is, did your mind you really say that? Right? I didn't catch that news story. That was, that was two, two days, days ago. ago. Okay. Can, Can you do, do it? it? Can Biden arrest Trump? Yeah, yeah for, for treason, treason because, because we don't have, have to be charges brought and, brought and, and all, all that stuff. stuff or or does, does, I guess the president, the president can, can bypass everything. So um, I think that – okay, so – <laughs> the the question is is that legal and i think the answer is no because the president doesn't have the well he sort of does the president isn't the charging authority it would be the department of justice so biden could theoretically order his department of justice his his attorney general um let's say it's adam schiff Theoretically, Biden could order Adam Schiff to arrest Donald Trump um, or to issue an arrest warrant for Donald Trump. I don't think that's likely to happen. I think it's much more likely to go through the grand jury process and a grand jury get maybe A.G. Schiff presents a grand jury with evidence sufficient to indict Donald Trump and then the grand jury indicts rather than um, issuing like a, a warrant for arrest or a, a yeah, bill. Warrant. So mm-hmm. – I, I don't okay, think so that it's likely to really happen, but I, I understand the sentiment, and I do think that that's, there is a decent chance that 
multiple states and the federal government indicts Donald Trump for crimes if he loses the presidency. So this and is I'll what I want you to think God. about now, God. okay? God. What if he is a God. flight God. risk? And I'm sorry, there was some background noise there. Say that again? Hey, John, I'm going to help you guys out. I just checked notes that he did not say he was going to arrest him for treason. He was just talking about mm-hmm. other things. Okay, okay. Like what? Tell us. Well, he was talking just about the Russia bounties and things like that. He never said he was going to arrest him for treason. I just checked Snopes, and I want to make sure that we stayed accurate. Okay, oh, I appreciate that, Will. I, I, I do think that the Russian bounties treason story, the similar story regarding Senator Ron Johnson knowingly spreading Russian disinformation in the Senate Intelligence Committee was underreported over the last week or two. I, I mean – those are both separately, separately clear evidence of some sort of blackmail or compromising material on the Republican Party, and it's essentially treason. And it's just, you know, I feel like I've seen more press about Representative Yoho calling uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez a nasty word than I have about a senator committing treason. And uh, we're going to cover that. I Do you want to stay on for that? <laughs> <laughs> so I, let me talk about it briefly. Um, okay. So with regards to the story about Senator Ron Johnson, um, it came out there was a letter from um, I believe it was Pelosi, Schumer, Schiff, and one other uh, Democrat. Maybe it was Nadler. I, I may get that wrong, but it was uh, several leading Democrats sent a letter to the FBI requesting a defensive briefing, basically saying, "We know something weird's going on. We're a part of the government too. You need to tell us what you know about um, Ron Johnson, the senator from Wisconsin, Republican senator from Wisconsin." who um, spent the 4th of July in 2018 in Moscow at the invitation of the Russian government. Um, He – apparently there's intelligence that indicates that he is knowingly, on purpose, spreading um, disinformation and quote-unquote talking points that he's being fed from Russian intelligence into the congressional record of the Senate Intelligence Committee, which is investigating things like it, – it's, it's about Hunter Biden is what it is. Um, and I'm it's, sorry. That, that's bullshit. And, and it's literal treason. I mean the, the senator from, from America is intentionally spreading disinformation in the intelligence committees as part of the record of the Senate at the behest of the Russian government, and it's like – Apparently, it's like an open secret. Everybody kind of huh. knows it's happening. But but why is it not well reported? Why – I mean the Democrats are terrible at messaging. There are literal traitors in, in the Republican Party, and we're talking about whether or not Ocasio-Cortez was called the B-word. Like I'm not saying that's not important. It's just a little off message. Would you like to hear exactly what was what she said about what happened, or do you? Do you uh, I've watched her that? speech. It was pretty good. I like her. I just I, I don't think that I that's love her. I think she'll be the, president. The most important someday. news story. <laughs> I think she'll be president someday. 
All right, so let's go ahead, surprised. if you don't mind, and let you do your uh, closing. And sure. I'm going to shut up and let you have it. Thank you, Sean. And thank you for giving me this platform. I really do appreciate it. To, um, as I've said for several weeks now, and I think that this is the most important message that your listeners can hear if they hear any of my words this afternoon, vote. Register to vote. Help your friends register to vote and vote. You should also um, answer the census. That's very important. Answer the census. Right now they're taking the census. Uh, this is the most important election in any of our lifetimes. Donald Trump is a proto-fascist who um, is literally sending jackbooted thugs into American cities for political purposes. Uh, large portions of the federal government, of the GOP, the, the Republican Party in the federal government, are likely compromised by foreign governments. And um, voting for them is traitorous. Voting against them is patriotic. Vote, exactly. vote, vote. And that is my closing statement. Thank you very much. Thank you so so much, Almost. We'll see you next week. Have a wonderful Appreciate night. Appreciate you, John. Thank you for your time. All right, guys. So that was Almost Woolrich with Woolrich and Nun. Let me tell you something. I've known this guy, and I just met him by chance. But I consider him one of my best friends in the world. In fact, I'll go as far as to say he's a lifetime friend of mine. Because I like to surround my pe- myself with people that lift you up and that know, actually don't lie to you and don't make things up. And his partner, Hunter Nunn, used to come on all the time, but they're just so swamped, they just can't do it. But if you need any legal help at all, call 972-866-4852. That's 972-866-4852. Will, please don't kill me. I know I'm very far into the break. But when we come back, we're going to dive into a large amount of topics. So get ready. This is All You Need to Know Radio, and I am your host, John Hollywood, with your co-host, Will Cobb. Show produced by Maureen Vanderpool. So lucky we are. I want to give you some really exciting news about her, but I need to make sure it's okay with her first. But in any case, don't touch that dial. We've got to pay a little bit of bills, and we'll be right back. you really don't understand. Paying a bill that can be more of a shock than getting struck by lightning. Think about it. You don't even know what type of energy you're using or when rates inflate or when they plunge. Or the fact your energy provider's variable price only varies based on how much pain they think you can take before switching. All of the control is with them, leaving you in the dark. You see, The actual cost of energy goes up and down and changes every 15 minutes. And yet, 
your energy provider charges you the same fixed rate all the time. Now, if they set it somewhere around here, it might be an okay deal. But they set it up here, and if the price of energy drops, they pay less while you continue to pay the same fixed rate up here. Oh, and let's not forget all those little add-on fees with names you can't understand. So what you pay is oftentimes a lot more than what they pay. But we decided to change that. All of it. It's time to go gritty. Gritty connections directly to the actual price of energy, bypassing the middleman. You're charged only what it costs to produce and transport your energy. There's no confusing price plans, no markups, and no fixed contracts. All you pay for is your membership fee, which costs just pennies a day. And instead of wasting time figuring out how to charge you more, we provide things that really matter, like the now price of energy, so you know what you're paying any time of day. The amount you've paid so far, and what we estimate you will pay for the month. On top of that, we send you these really nifty things called gritty alerts that tell you when the price of energy is really high or really low, so you can decide when to run your dishwasher or charge your electric spaceship. But even if you do none of that, you still save boatloads of money just by being gritty. Which takes us to another reason to choose gritty. We love renewable energy, and we give you a tool to change the earth. When prices are high, it means dirty and inefficient power stations are toiling away trying to keep up with demand. But when prices are low, it's because renewable energy is working away at a very low cost, powered only by that bright sun and mighty wind. So remember, when it's cheapest, it's greenest. When you use Gritty Alerts, you'll not only save money, but also the planet. It's time to go gritty. So let's count down the ways you benefit. Access to no markup wholesale energy. No sign-up or early termination fee. No more bill shock. Know what you spend when you spend it. Price Alerts that let you know when energy is cheap and green. All as a Gritty member for just pennies a day. And everyone who signs up gets a free puppy. <gasps> All right, that's not true. But since Gritty is the fairest deal in energy, unplug your charged electric station, hop into the pilot seat, and join us in the future. Houston, you are cleared for taking. Gritty, it's on. Hey, guys, this is your host, John Hollywood, with All You Need to Know Radio, coming to you with a very serious message. It's going to be very quick, but I believe that it's something, and everyone here at All You Need to Know Radio believes that everybody needs to be reminded of this. I constantly look at social media where people are complaining about wearing masks when they're outside. You guys need to grow up. You need to realize that wearing a mask is part of our lives right now. If you want to blame someone, blame Donald Trump, because it did not have to get this bad. But the only way that we are going to be able to combat this virus and actually get back to our regular lives, several things. If you leave your house, wear a mask. If you go around other people, wear a mask. Wash your hands as many times as you can a day. Take at least two showers a day. Thank you so much for listening to me. This is John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio. And back to the show. 
I bet you a million bucks, Will, you can't tell me who that artist is. <laughs> oh, let me think. Uh, tell them not to blow. It was Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about a couple of things. You know, we were just talking about uh, reminding people to wear masks. And Oh, I love that PSA. That was so great, John. That was a great PSA. Thank you. It was live. <laughs> I had really from my heart. It was terrific. You know, terrific. the thing is, first of all, we want to give a big, uh, just big, huge thank you to everybody that is supporting our show. Because, you know, Will, you've been kind of out of it. But on Instagram, we reached 260,000 people and counting. And remember last week, we only had 243. So here's here's for you, all of you guys that are supporting us. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks, everybody. You know, I get so much shit for all of our social media because we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Tumblr, we're on WhatsApp, we're on, um, God, what is that other one? The yellow, <laughs> the yellow one. There's so many of them. Snapchat, uh, Telegram. I mean, I just, I can't anymore. <laughs> but I mean, our reach is getting right around 500,000 people. Where when we start typing, people seem to be listening. And um, I got a couple of death threats today, so I would like to thank you people for that. But that means that we're saying something that is it's effective, and I think that it's making people think, don't you? Anybody gets a death threat, it means you've made an impact. Well, I've gotten several of those. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I've got a few in my lifetime, too. I, I'm, I, I, can, I understand that. So let's talk about this for a second. Donald Trump finally, after – making fun of people who wore masks, making statements of people that if you wear a mask and you're a supporter, you don't like him, which I never knew you that was a part of being a president that you had to be liked. But I forgot we have this immature guy in the White House right now. However, um, because his poll numbers are dropping so drastically and you know, I'm not going to sit here and taunt Joe Biden's numbers because here's the bottom line of all this. They're numbers and they're polls, and they were completely wrong with Hillary Clinton. And even though I believe we're in a completely different election, I'm not going to chance it. So while I'll post, you know, we will post things about the polls. Don't look at them for anything else but entertainment. Make sure that you are still every single day remembering the dictator and the evil man we have in the White House. What do you think, Will? Well, I think you're right, and here's what I'm going to say about that. First of all, don't read the polls. Don't read the news. I mean, well, actually, I said that wrong. Read the polls. Read the news. But every day. Talk to somebody you know. Make sure they're going out to vote. Make sure you are committed to making a difference in this world. But that 
said, you know, here's the thing we have discovered. So we've had a lot of big, big crises in the United States. We've had a lot of wars. We've had a lot of epidemics. We've had a lot of problems. So World War II, World War One, the Korean War, the Civil War, uh, all these horrible things, the, the Spanish flu in 1918. So the difference in this day and age and those days was that the presidents at that had made national policy. In this day and age, we have a president who knows that it's all about politics and optics and news and ratings and all those kind of things. So he's not making a national policy. So whereas we had FDR handle the Depression and handle World War II, we had Woodrow Wilson handle World War One, we had Abraham Lincoln handle the Civil War. We have a president now who's just throwing it back to the states and doesn't know what to do. So he's hoping that it's all optics. So I'm hoping and praying, like I think you are, John Hollywood, that we watch and that America watches this president who cannot handle this kind of crisis because he's nothing more than a failed businessman with six bankruptcies and a bad reality show. Well, and the other thing that I was getting to is that because of his poll numbers, he finally put on a mask. And when he did, oh, sure, it was on the front page of I mean, everything. Right, but, but here's I mean, the, everyone, everyone on the ahead. planet congratulates him for doing stupid stuff. He puts on a mask way too late, and everybody's like, look, he did it. You know, he, he says, I saw an elephant in my cognizant test. It's just dumb. We're celebrating the dumbest man on the planet. Don't you think? He is the dumbest man on the planet. And uh, you do me a favor. Uh, for some reason, my microphone keeps kicking off, and I have to start keep going back to old school, and I do not know what's going on. But Blog Talk Radio and I are going to have a long discussion because this is a pain in the ass and it interrupts the show. But what I was going to say is that, and I'm not, this is the third time it's happened today and I called it back and I'm not going to call it back today. But um, when he put that mask on, his followers are so deaf, dumb, and blind that they'll follow him over a cliff. And what's so sad is that so far almost 142,000 people have died in the United States alone. We just reached 4 million people in the coronavirus. And I'm not, I don't want to harp on it a lot because it's, it's very depressing in itself. But can you just imagine if Donald Trump would have just been an adult and he would have said, you know what, we do need to wear a mask. And he, how many lives he could have saved? Well, because I have no John, doubt you are, John, you're so right. But here's the problem. So Donald has never had any support outside of his base. Now, his base is a number of different types of people. There Why are either political opportunists. No, 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 no. There, I know. I'm sorry. I, I, I take that back. You're right. There, you're right. It's you're more right. complex. His, his, his supporters are either political opportunists who want power. They're people who want money and think 
that because he's going to roll back taxes and things like that, they're greedy people. So greedy people are not necessarily stupid. They just think they can ride this to the end, or they're not that educated. So the majority of his supporters are people without college educations. And, you know, and the Republican Party for years – Obama said this – has been dismissing people with education as liberal elitist snobs. And that's kind of a shame in this country because you know, the great countries around the world supporting education are not having this problem. We have a big problem when the president of the United States says, I like stupid people. Well, he likes people he can control. He likes – if I tell you – if he tells you to go and get him a, 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 some Taco Bell or a cheeseburger, then if you'll go do that for him, then he loves you. And you're the best, you're the, not only does he love you, you're the best, you're the greatest, you're the most incredible person that walks this earth until you say, no, I don't want to go get a, your burger. And right, of course, and, and, of course, and you also see, and I think one of the big problems here is you see people who say he's a great businessman, and they don't recognize he's been bankrupt six times. That's not great business. Well, what he, he falls back on is he says, well, I personally have never filed bankruptcy. I've only filed bankruptcy under my companies, and I did it because it was the best thing for me. And he said, he has used that against us in so many times, in so many ways. It's just, it's just ridiculous. But it just saddens me that the reason he put – and I want to make sure this sticks for everybody. I'm going to say it every single week. Donald Trump put a mask on not because he thought it was the proper thing to do and to put people's lives not in danger. He did it for votes. Have you ever seen G.I. Jane? I love that movie. Okay. So remember when uh, she finds out that pictures are sent to her from uh, the, the senator's office and she goes directly to the senator and she says, you know, I – project for the pictures and blah 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 but she actually really wanted to finish it um and so she says playing the senator yes and demi moore played the uh the navy seal and she said uh demi moore said to her um what if i what if people were to find out that you sold me out for votes you didn't have any chance of me wanting to finish this program. You just sold me out for votes. That's just what goes through my mind with this. Is that weird, or is it just me, or is it Memorex? <laughs> it's live. Uh, you know, I think, John, you're absolutely right. I think here's the problem. I think that because of you know, uh, where the Supreme Court says you know, businesses are people – and we talk about you know we talk about lobbyists and swamps and things like that. I think the problem is is that it's all about votes now, and I and I hate to say that it's not solely the Republican Party. It's both parties now. They're both pandering for votes. They're both pandering for sound bites. The difference though is is that Trump is obsessed and he's literally gone nuts and he's literally willing to kill anybody to win. 
Uh, he, he is. There's no uh, doubting that whatsoever. Um, so you do agree with me that you don't think that he put the mask on for the right reason? I don't think anybody thinks he put the mask on for the right reasons. I think you're dead on, John Hollywood. And I think it's very important that we remind people, you know, and one question we kept asking people is, so now he put a mask on. Did he fool you again? I mean, were you that dumb well, again to listen to all this crap? They, apl- they applaud him for looking at an elephant and going, it's an elephant. You know, they maybe they they weren't sure at first. <laughs> because Donald Trump said it, now they feel like they can say, "Okay, that's a very interesting." He up in a circle. I I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, it's just for you know, and I'm sitting here trying to to do what I'm supposed to do to take us to break, but it just breaks my heart. It breaks my heart that we have lost so you know we are the richest country in the world and right now we can't go to we can't I can't go see my gorgeous man from Canada and I'm single uh, but me. I mean you know we, we just can't it, Donald Trump I knew was going to be a horrible president but I did not think that he was going to be this bad but I was proven wrong. I, yep. Bad. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm sorry. And I'm Bad. sorry to kind of bring it down for a second because I kind of lost my train of thought and I'm actually trying to find this song. But once again, uh, guys, uh, Will and I are in agreement that the President of the United States didn't care about human life, didn't care that people were dying all around and our healthcare professionals, which, by the way, anybody that's a doctor, Jeff Gilman, good, amazing doctor in pediatrics in uh, Arlington. I have so many friends I could name that are doctors, and maybe I will list them all and put them up on social media. All the nurses, the staff, I mean, everybody that showed up every day and still do to do your job, but you put your life in literal danger, thank you from all of us. And with that, I'm John Hollywood, your host, with Will Cobb, the co-host. When we come back, we're going to talk about some more fun things. I'm not going to tell you because I'm still trying to decide which three things I want to go because we're running out of time. This is All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Don't worry, if you miss the show, go to Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, anywhere you can uh, listen to a show on demand, and we are very humbled to be there. Tonight's show is brought to you by PB Entertainment Group. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, how's everybody doing out there tonight? Are you ready to end your debt forever? Are you tired of paying credit card payments every single month? 
and all you seem to be doing is getting the interest paid and not lowering your actual balance. And you thought to yourself, why am I in this mess? Let me tell you something right now. It is an, a situation that is happening with millions of Americans and their families. And it's very sad the government has not stepped in to do anything. Guess what? We are ready to help you. There is a company that is a new uh, sponsor out there called American Negotiators. And let me tell you, are you ready to get out of debt? They say if you've been told there's nothing you can do, listen very closely because I'm about to tell you the truth and your family. Major credit card companies don't want you to know the truth. And the truth is you can actually settle your debt for less than what you owe. And yes, they will not go out of business because they lose a little bit of money. And the other families are able to go on with their lives and feel confident that they actually paid their bills. Pick your phone up right now and call 972-764-3120. Let American negotiators go to work for you today with years of experience. Let them show you a better way to end your debt permanently. They've got over 30 years of proven experience with the president and CEO in the credit and debt industry, and they are ready to go to work for you right now. As an added treat, and because you heard it on All You Need to Know Radio, call 972-764-3120. That is 972-764-3120. And listen up, guys. Everybody that calls right now for the next five minutes, you will get 50% off their amazing debt negotiation services. Go to your phones and call them right now. American Negotiators is the only name you need to know to get out of debt. American Negotiators, ending America's debt one debt at a time. 972-764-3120. All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, with our co-host, Will Cobb. And thank you so much for joining us tonight. Please remember to follow us on all of our social media, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Tumblr, uh, on WhatsApp, and on um, – I forgot the last one that we were going to do. But let me tell you something. For the next three hours, anybody who follows us, we are going to follow you back. And if you're lucky, I actually might say hi to you. But just kidding. We really appreciate all of your support, and it's just – it's been incredible. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you right there. So – Will, you want to throw anything in there? Are you all right? Yeah, I don't have near the Instagram followers you do, so follow me at Will Cobb Style. I'll say hi back. Yeah, we got to get Will on our side. You know, I, I'm and Will does some really cool things, and we're actually really gonna. I kind of sat down the other day, and I hadn't even told you this, but and I was looking at some stuff, and man, y'all's websites are really cool, and uh, especially in today's society, take me away, Calgon, take me away, I mean, it's just, it's stuff that you don't think about just every single day, if that makes any sense, 
and it's it's uh, exciting and it's entertaining, and you get to bond with people. And I think that's what I kind of really liked about it a lot. That's what I kind of really John liked Hollywood, a lot. Can I ask you a Can I ask you a celebrity question? Uh, of course you can. Really? Oh, you can always ask me questions. We're getting, we are going to play. Uh, I can't say her name because it's so long, but I think it's really important that the disrespect that a congresswoman was shown by a old, fat, white Republican once again, but he's only following his boss's orders. But, yeah, what's your question? Did you see that Madonna got sued by the Russian government? Yes, and St. Peter's she, she she had to pay a million bucks. In St. Petersburg. She didn't pay it. She just said, fuck you. I think she paid it, actually, because she wanted to perform there. This was years ago. Uh, Madonna's just trying to – if you follow Madonna and follow – you know, Madonna is the the music icon of the world and uh, intelligent and brilliant beyond belief. But, you know, she's following everything that's going on with Donald Trump and just knocking him down – Left and right. So Twitter is the best way to follow her or Instagram, and she, she gets a lot of that stuff going on. But, yeah, no, I, I, you can always ask me anything. You know that. So this is – can you say her name? Alexandria something Cortez. But I predict she's going to be president one day. This is well, we, what was – We call is, her AOC. We call her AOC. Do you want to hear what the guy said to her first? No, because that's his apology. What I like he is the passion. Effing, he called her an effing bitch and then apologized by saying he loves his wife, his daughter, and his God. I kind of had to laugh at that, and I'm sorry about that. But you know what she can do? Her and Kelly, uh, the press secretary, can go and buy drinks for each other because she was called a lying bitch to her face yesterday at the press conference. And it was everywhere. It was on Tucker Carlson. It was on Sean Hannity, how they could not believe that the press secretary was called a lying bitch. And I'm like, hello? She is a lying bitch. She lies every time she opens her mouth. So think about that. And here it, huh? That's her job. That's right. No, it is not her job to lie. That's Trump's job. No, she's going to work. No, no. If she was working for the U.S. government. No, she works for the U.S. Whoa, 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 right, whoa, whoa. Thomas Warren says nobody who works for him works for the U.S. Yeah. government. They work for she him. is that, not paid by Donald Trump. She works for the American people, and she makes the conscious choice to walk out into, un, into a podium in the White House press room, which is the American people's press room. None of that's theirs. See, that's what Donald Trump doesn't get. That, none, that White House is not his. That's our White House. That's our house that he's destroying. That, by the way, he didn't even know what the name of it was when he first got there. Well, Here is way. Alexandra Cortez, and we'll be right back. I do not need Representative Yoho to apologize to me. Clearly, he does not want to. Clearly, when given the opportunity, he will not. And I will not stay up late at night waiting for an apology from a man who has no remorse 
over calling women and using abusive language towards women. But what I do have issue with is using women, our wives, and daughters as shields and excuses for poor behavior. Mr. Yoho mentioned that he has a wife and two daughters. I am two years younger than Mr. Yoho's youngest daughter. I am someone's daughter too. My father, thankfully, is not alive to see how Mr. Yoho treated his daughter. My mother got to see Mr. Yoho's disrespect on the floor of this house towards me on television. And I am here because I have to show my parents that I am their daughter and that they did not raise me to accept abuse from men. Amen to that, don't you think? That that was great. I mean, the way that she put that, she didn't attack him. She didn't call him, you know, a white trash pig like he is. But what's so sad is that this is what our country is being run on. I mean, like right now, we have people like Mitch McConnell, and you and I are going to you and I are going to Austin if this doesn't pass, because this is going to become very personal to me. You know, six hundred dollars is is being given as a bonus every week to people in unemployment, and they act like it's a joke. And so well, I located given, where Mitch McConnell. They've given, they've get, literally given hundreds of billions of dollars to corporations, and yet average Americans, they're going to cut them off. That will, you know what this that will do? That will put so many people out on the street because if you think your landlord is sweet and innocent and no, I learned my landlord I thought was awesome. And I don't even care if they hear, but when it came down to money and money, the only reason that we didn't get into a really bad situation was because legally they couldn't do anything because of Judge Clay Jenkins' uh, shelter-in-place court order. Well, here's my scary thing, John Hollywood. John, this is – John Hollywood, this is my scary thing. The Republicans in in Washington are now saying – People who make six hundred dollars more a week are not going money. back to work because because they're making more than they make at work. Six hundred a week, really? which is just so you that's, know, and I'm sure you do. That's been that's been debunked, and two different universities have written things up saying that it's absolutely not true. In fact, the reason that the economy is going up a little bit when Nobody can figure out why is because people are finally having a little bit of money in their pockets, and they are being able to go out and spend a little money. Um, and, and that's the only reason. And when they take this 600 – listen to me. Right now, first of all, if they do this, I kid you not, I am going to file a federal lawsuit against Donald Trump, his administration – and the state of Texas, because what they're trying to do is they're trying to use the numbers that, and they're fraudulent numbers. 
about where the unemployment is. And I understand that this can't go on forever, but I think I don't stand beside – we're going to go a little over, but that's okay. We're with the boss. We can do what we want. The thing is is that I think I don't stand alone when this whole process traumatically affected me. And I'm a pretty strong well, guy. Talking, you know that. We're talking about millionaires. We're talking about multimillionaires. Nobody in Congress, nobody has under a million dollars. And we're talking about millionaires talking about $600 a week. Well, I'm talking about if they don't do this, you and I and whoever else I can get on a plane or even a bus, probably a bus, that way we can do the social thing. I know where he lives. I've already found out where he lives. I found out where his wife works, and I found out where his kids are going to go to school if they go to school. And we will make this very personal. And I've had several friends say, no, don't do the kids. No, these kids are not young, young, young kids. These kids are people who probably idolize their father, and he's a crook, and he needs to be called out on it. And if you want to do crooked things, great. When you do it and it starts affecting me being able to pay my fucking bills, Katie, bar the door, bitch. Hey, real quick, uh, just to be fair, let's play this guy's response. I stand before you this morning to address the strife I injected into the already contentious Congress. I have worked with many members in this chamber over the past four terms, members on both sides of the aisle, and each of you know that I'm a man of my word. So let me take a moment to address this body. I rise to apologize for the abrupt manner of the conversation I had with my colleague from New York. It is true that we disagree on policies and visions for America, but that does not mean we should be disrespectful. Having been married for 45 years with two daughters, I'm very cognizant of my language. The offensive name-calling uh, words attributed to me by the press were never spoken to my colleagues, and if they were construed that way, I apologize for their misunderstanding. As my colleagues know, I'm passionate about those affected by poverty. My wife Carolyn and I started out together at the age of 19 with nothing. We did odd jobs, and we were on food stamps. I know the face of poverty, and for a time it was mine. That is why I know people in this country can still, with all its faults, rise up and succeed and not be encouraged to break the law. I will commit to each of you that I will conduct myself from a place of passion and understanding that policy and political disagreement be vigorously debated with the knowledge that we approach the problems facing our nation with the betterment of the country in mind and the people we serve. I cannot apologize for my passion or for loving my God, my family, and my country. I yield back. Well, this man needs to really love his God very much because he's lying through his teeth. That's not what he did. And, well, you know, uh, Alexandra Cortez act made it very clear that the words that he said to her, first of all, he would not say them in front of anyone else. And, you know, she flat just said, I don't have time for this. You know, the American people did not hire me to deal with people like him. The American people hired me to change their lives. And, you know, in closing, that's what I want to remind every single person out there that is in government, because I'm doing research, 
and that's all I'm going to say. But if you think you're going to sit on your fat ass and work six months and make two hundred and something thousand dollars a year, fly on a private jet, you use our security, and then you sit in judgment on the American people over six hundred fucking dollars, saying that's too much money. That's pathetic. It is sad, and I'm ashamed those people represent this company, this country. But we'll talk well, about it because I think they're going to pass something. It's just Donald Trump said a hundred dollars. That's not going to happen. I think they'll pass it for a couple of months. But the bottom line is, is for people who make two hundred and something thousand dollars or something like that to sit back and say that kind of bullshit aggravate no pisses me off and thank god i have a platform very large and so do you that we don't have to sit idly by and listen to this bullshit i remember this bullshit when i was growing up i used to ask my mom and dad why are the same people in congress there needs to be term limits and that's a whole nother show but i mean you know they're making it where we've got to do something because they obviously don't fucking care about Americans. And I'll let you do your closing. Well, first of all, I agree. And I think that what that congressman Yo-Yo said was spin, which we're trying not to do on the show. Correct? Yes, sir. And that was just spin to try to make himself look better. And then I'll say this. You know, um, it's a tough time in this country, and it's very politicized, and I'm very sorry about that. But I think people – if I had to say well, – oh, oh, oh. why are you sorry about that? You didn't cause it. Well, no, I didn't cause it, but I'm sorry that we become so politicized. I'm sorry that we're not looking for education in every aspect. I'm sorry that we're not reading a lot of news sources. We're not trying to find out information. So – Here's the thing, folks. Don't just watch Fox News. Don't just listen to all you need to know radio, although I'd like you to listen to it because I, I think we try. I'm saying listen to about five or six different sources a day. Open up news sources. Try to find as much information as you can get because, listen, you know, politics these days are really nasty and they're going to lie to you if they can get into office. And that's going to get worse. Don't you think? Probably. I don't think I don't see him getting any better. I see him getting worse. Yeah, I mean it's it, it, it's a politicized world. Hey, real quick, just to kind of summarize, uh, to make the room uh, the mood a little bit less serious. Nancy Pelosi today or two days ago was being hammered about the uh, China virus and the, all the other names that uh, Donald Trump calls it that's, you know, very racist. She looks Jake Tapper in the eye and he goes, you know what, since the president can't seem to re- remember the name of it and he is the one that's in charge of it because the buck stops with him, how about we call it the Trump virus? I like to fell off my seat. Absolutely. And by the way, to lighten up the mood, I have a challenge for you, John Hollywood. I love challenges. I want you to vote on 
video on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, baby, I, you know I can do the Madonna dances, right? <laughs> Ready? I want to see it. And by the way, guys, I want to remind you guys to please go out and buy Mary L. Trump's book. It is not about hate. It is not about uh, her trying to make her uncle or uh, whatever the hell he is to her. And it's you know, amazing. she's a psychologist too. Which, I mean, I can't it's amazing. I can put it down. So we highly recommend that you do that. And with that, we've taken a lot of your time tonight. I still see, see people that are on hold. Thank you so much. And as always, keep reaching for the stars because that's where it all begins. I'm never going to let you forget that you don't, don't, you cannot be told who to love, how to love, or how to make your dreams come true. Every single day, for me and Will and everyone at All You Need to Know Radio, get up and look at yourself in the mirror and say, what have I done today to make myself feel proud? We are live from Dallas, Texas. Get ready for next week because God only knows what it will be about. Thank you so much. Say good night, Will. Good night, everybody, and John Bowes. What are you looking at? <laughs> You're going to be surprised. Anyway, we are live from Dallas, Texas. Take care of each other and wash your fucking hands. And if you go out into the world, please wear a mask. Remember, you're wearing it for two reasons. One, it's the law right now. And the other reason is because it can save other people's lives. And with and that, this is All You Need to Know Radio brought to you by PB Entertainment Group. Find them on the internet. And good night, live from Dallas, Texas. Yeah.